I'm Virginia Allen. I'm Samantha Sherris. And this is the Daily Signal Top News for Friday, February 17th. Here are today's headlines. The Supreme Court has removed arguments from its calendar for a highly anticipated case on Title 42. Title 42 is a COVID-19 public health measure that has allowed Border Patrol to quickly expel some illegal aliens from the country. This case was going to be heard on March 4th. The Supreme Court announced Thursday that the case had been removed from the argument calendar. The high court did not provide an explanation as to why the justices would no longer hear arguments for the case, but it seems likely related to the Biden administration's plan to officially end the COVID-19 public health emergency on May 11th. The Biden administration argues that the case is moot because Title 42 will end automatically when President Joe Biden rescinds the public health emergency. Biden administration officials wrote in a recent brief filed with the Supreme Court Absent other relevant developments, the end of the public health emergency will, among other consequences, terminate the Title 42 orders and moot this case. In other border-related news, House Speaker Kevin McCarthy visited the southern border Thursday, which was his fourth trip in two years. During a press conference on Arizona's border with Mexico, Speaker McCarthy said, I promise you this, the new majority in Congress, we're going to fight to fix this problem. Freshman House Republicans Juan Siscomani of Arizona, Lori Chavez-Dreamer of Oregon, Jen Kiggins of Virginia, and Derek Van Orden of Wisconsin joined McCarthy on the trip through the Border Patrol's Tucson sector, which stretches across most of Arizona. Let's listen to some of Representative Van Orden's comments from the border via his Twitter. Yeah, I came down here for a couple of reasons. First and foremost, to thank the men and women of our Border Patrol uh, they're literally working on the front lines protecting us, and it's it's up to them to make sure that uh, we are safe and they're just not getting the help that they need from the Biden administration. It's the policies of the Biden administration that have led to this crisis. The second reason I came up here to put these things into perspective, there's been 4.6 million apprehensions on the border since Joe Biden has taken office. There's been 1.2 million gotaways. You add that up, that's 5.8 million people. That is... The entire population of the state of Wisconsin has either been interdicted or entered this country illegally since Joe Biden has taken office. That's unsustainable, and it is absolutely unacceptable. We've had three pounds of fentanyl interdicted in La Crosse, Wisconsin, 12 pounds in uh, Appleton, right outside of my district. That's enough to kill hundreds of thousands of people. And talking to everybody here, it just wasn't like that two years ago. So I'm calling on the Biden administration today. Secretary Mayorkas, do your damn job. McCarthy and his fellow GOP members also met with ranchers and local leaders, including John Ladd, a cattle rancher from Arizona who has found the bodies of dead migrants on his land. Four U.S. service members were injured Thursday night during a helicopter raid in northeast Syria, according to The Hill. A combat dog was also injured. The raid killed a senior ISIS leader. The U.S. Central Command said Friday that the U.S. service members and working dog are receiving treatment in a U.S. medical facility in Iraq. We will keep you all updated on any further developments about this story. Nikki Haley, who announced earlier this week that she's running for the Republican nomination for president, is taking aim at Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. Fox News reported that Haley said there was all this talk about the Florida bill. 
the don't say gay bill. Basically, what it said was you shouldn't be able to talk about gender before third grade. I'm sorry, I don't think that goes far enough. Haley made the comments during a town hall in New Hampshire. She added, when I was in school, you didn't have sex ed until seventh grade. And even then, your parents had to sign whether you could take the class. That's a decision for parents to make. DeSantis signed the Parental Rights and Education Bill into law on March 28, 2022, and said at the time, parents' rights have been increasingly under assault around the nation. But in Florida, we stand up for the rights of parents and the fundamental role they play in the education of their children. The bill specifically, according to the governor's office, prohibits classroom instruction about sexual orientation or gender identity in K-3 through classrooms, and after third grade, these conversations need to be age-appropriate. The bill also ensures that at the beginning of every school year, parents will be notified about health care services offered at the school with the right to decline any service offered and ensures that whenever a questionnaire or health screening is given to K-3 through students, Parents receive it first and provide permission for the school to administer the questionnaire or health screening to their child. And that's going to do it for today's episode. Thanks so much for listening to The Daily Signal's top news. If you haven't got a chance, be sure to check out our morning show right here in this podcast feed where we interview lawmakers, experts, and leading conservative voices. We won't have a show on Monday because of President's Day, but be sure to join us on Tuesday morning for the Daily Signal interview edition. I'm going to be sitting down with middle school teacher Daniel Buck to discuss the need for discipline in classrooms. Also, make sure you subscribe to the Daily Signal wherever you get your podcasts and help us reach even more listeners by leaving a five-star rating and review. We read and appreciate all of your feedback. Thanks again for listening. We hope that you all have a great weekend, and we'll see you right back here on Tuesday morning. The Daily Signal podcast is brought to you by more than half a million members of the Heritage Foundation. Executive producers are Rob Bluey and Kate Trinko. Producers are Virginia Allen and Samantha Asheris. Sound designed by Lauren Evans, Mark Guiney, and John Pop. To learn more, please visit DailySignal.com.